Civil conversations on social media may seem like an oxymoron on the order of working vacation or jumbo shrimp. Yet Twitter, the social media platform built on the tenant of total transparency, continues to advocate for civility at all times. In an attempt to cut through the abuse, harassment, and escalation of toxic threads while preserving free expression for all users, Twitter rolled out a hide replies feature in late 2019. It offers users the ability to control the tone of a conversation they started by hiding replies deemed irrelevant or offensive and preventing a few troublemakers from creating drama with inappropriate, rude, or hateful comments. Now, about 15 months later, it seems like it maybe hasn't made Twitter more civil. I'm not even sure I can say that with a straight face. Has the feature had the effect they expected? Does it truly cut down on abuse for organizations on the social platform? We'll talk about that and how to moderate social media in an extremely polarizing world on today's episode. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. Before we jump into social media moderation, I want to give a shout out to 1910 PR, the student-run PR firm at West Texas A&M University. It's so much fun to watch what you come up with every week. I want kind of want all of you to be the SpinSuck social media coordinators, community, build all of the things. It's amazing. I really, really love what you guys are doing. And special thanks to Emily Kinski. I know this is your doing. And now onto the show. In a communicator's community on Facebook, the question, how are we handling trolls on social media these days, was posed. I joked that I live in Chicago, so I could hire a hitman for the questioner, but I was quickly shot down by friends who playfully told me I should never put that in writing. Clearly, I learned my lesson there. I'm saying it out loud instead of putting it in writing. A hitman notwithstanding, and I'm totally joking, by the way, I'm totally joking. There are certainly different levels of moderation to take into account, and there are policy nuances and context to attend to, while also understanding the best way to monitor and moderate per social network. It's not a one size or one situation fits all. It used to be we could attend to the trolls by commenting publicly, hey, so-and-so, we see you, we hear you, we'd like to talk to you, and then take the conversation offline. But that approach really only works now if it's a customer complaint and you truly can fix the issue with an offline conversation. Today, there are so many people out there with the sole intent of harming you, your leadership team, your colleagues, your organization, your influencers, your market share, your stock price, and your reputation. I've seen journalists recently refer to these people as bad actors or instigators. They're people who have taken the troll of yesteryear to the next level. It's no longer the trolls who are being a pain in the butt. There are truly bad actors who are intent on killing your brand. If there are these people out there who are intent on harming your brand, how are the social networks dealing with it? Twitter, in addition to hide replies, allows users to mute, block, and filter comments on their feeds. While hide replies keeps the comments of the muted or blocked from showing up in others' feeds, it doesn't offer the nuclear option of a delete button. The concealed replies are not entirely removed from Twitter. They're tucked behind an icon, one that might as well be blinking, click me, click me, click me. 
If someone wants to see the cloaked replies, they simply just click the icon and get a list of all the replies that were previously invisible. Although the hide replies feature has given some comfort to brands seeking online civility, the tool also gives instigators an opportunity to game the system. Let's come back to that in just a minute. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack, and the second is the PESO Model Certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step -step approaches, and examples from John Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now, back to the show. Compared to Sisyphus, pushing a rock up a hill for eternity, moderating social media is harder. You pour your energy into an airtight content policy that prohibits profanity, hate speech, abusive language, threats of violence, fake news, and more. While your social media moderation policy may be the result of months of careful and studied reflection dealing with thorny ethical issues and carefully avoiding hyperpolarization and politics and all the things that come with it, because I can't say the word that I want to say, <laughs> it probably does not take into account different geographies, language, and cultures from around the world. It doesn't take into account nuance or context, and it doesn't take into account censorship and freedom of speech. So. You may have automatic filters set up for your social media moderation policy that deletes comments or hide replies that violate your policy, but could also trigger an unexpected backlash. So let's go back to the hide replies feature on Twitter. All an instigator has to do is click the hidden replies icon and they see everything you've hidden. Not like the other places, Facebook, LinkedIn, other places where you hide replies or comments and they're hidden. On Twitter, you can actually see them. If you have software that's automatically filtering and hiding replies based on your social media moderation policy, it's pretty easy for someone to figure out what you allow and what you don't. So let's say for argument's sake that you don't allow the use of the word gay because you've found in the past that it's been used in a derogatory way, one that's offensive to your colleagues and customers alike. But as we all know, there are certain uses of the word gay that are perfectly acceptable. I could say I'm gay and happy, right? Happy, gay. Or, for instance, when Marvel announced that their first gay male superhero will be married with kids, there were plenty of us excited for the news. Now let's say I shared that news on Twitter with a comment that said, I can't wait to see what Marvel does with its first openly gay superhero. Benign, right? Not if your social media moderation policy filters for the word gay. Now my tweet is hidden. 
And an instigator or a bad actor easily discovers that you filter for the word. So they begin to post positive tweets with keywords they know you filter to ensure that they will be hidden. Then to create a backlash, the instigator calls out the brand in tweets for being homophobic, racist, uncaring, or insensitive. Comments that have the potential to go viral in a matter of seconds, all part of a campaign to create a backlash, amplify existing resentment, or harm your brand. Despite the best of intentions, you can see how hide replies can cause issues for brands with automated moderation processes that unintentionally silence dissenting opinions, including those expressed thoughtfully, fact check clarifications, or just pure being excited. So you can see it's not as easy as saying, hey, so-and-so, we see you, we hear you, we'd like to talk to you, and then take the conversation offline. This is next level trolling, and it can actually create a crisis for you. The solution is that your software can absolutely do the first round of filtering, but you still need human beings to understand context, nuance, geographical differences, global differences, and even language and cultural differences. Handling trolls in 2021 has to go beyond stating your social media policy, responding publicly, and then if they don't comply, deleting and blocking. We could do that in much simpler days. But today, we need a sophisticated understanding of how our policies might affect freedom of speech or the possibility of censoring someone or creating a backlash from instigators who just want to make you look bad. We have to be aware that there are bad guys out there who are intent on taking us down. It's not a matter of if, but when. It's no longer enough to respond publicly and then shut them down. That could very well backfire in the worst possible way. If you need help with this and other communications challenges and you're not already a member of the SpinSucks community, you can find us at SpinSucks.com slash Spin hyphen Sucks hyphen community. That's SpinSucks.com slash Spin hyphen Sucks hyphen community. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the SpinSucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 